Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. I learned this week, I don't get water on a MacBook Air. Um, it <laughs> destroys it. Here's my nightly ritual. I get home from the show, fire up the hot tub, I put the MacBook on the edge of the hot tub. What are you watching? Hardcore pornography. You do go into the hot tub naked on occasion, correct? Oh, when I am at night, yes. Naked yeah, you're every in there time. in the nude. You have a raging boner. It's practically <laughs> popping out of the uh, surface of the hot tub water like a breasts, buoy. By the way. And suddenly you're like, you know what? Nobody's watching. The kids are asleep. Wife's asleep. I'm just going to whack off in the hot tub. I know. It was bound to happen. Thanks. Right. LA lifestyle. <laughs> right. We still have diapers on. The cheap ass O'Toole version. <laughs> You can have your own podcast. I guess you wouldn't need us anymore. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Welcome to the podcast episode 73. That intro. Edited by Mike. Uh, now, in Mike's defense, <laughs> I'm doing 17 things today. <laughs> Mike, Mike is is doing. Oh, there we go. I can't wait to hear some of the drops. Oh, Mike, drops good. go to town on the drops. So yeah, Mike's here. Zach Zollers is here. Zach Zollers. No back. one else. That's it. Everyone else Donovan has abandoned McNabb us. McNabb is here. Andy Roddick is Engineer here. Jim, vacation. vacation. Pat Muldowney couldn't make it. I love so. We got to just tee that up. So what happened, Mike? T- Pat, everyone else knows that we're doing the pod a little late this week. Pat sends an email. Guys, I, I can't make it. I can't. It's been a lot. It's been a lot a busy of meetings. Week. A lot of meetings today. <laughs> it's been a busy week. I can't make it. You know, it's been a busy day for us. Us. I mean, we've been doing three shows. Yeah. We did a Women's World Cup yeah. hit. Um, but we did Inside Pitch for producer Tim, a segment for the Fox Sports Regional And, and I'm I'm lethargic today because I had uh, put in, because it's Canada Day hey, as we take this. Happy Canada Day, everybody. Hope you have a great time. What happened there? That was why not, eh? But computerized. Why not, eh? Is that what that was? Is that how it was supposed to be? No, not at all. Oh, man. So, James I, I Duffy. I'm just going to start out and apologize for the audio right now. Yeah. James <laughs> Duffy. We got it. We got okay, we got it. I'll kill your dog. Okay, that's really that's muffled. High. That's high. Yeah, I think your you volume. Bring the levels down. I think you have to bring the levels down on the computer and then uh, maybe raise them on the okay, board. Okay, so again, before everyone we're good, we're good. sends us tweets and says what was with the audio, uh, Mike is literally uh, <laughs> He's doing operating one of the cameras, booking the guests, uh, handling the the audio board and doing Patrick's drops. Can I get you guys some water? This is my first time here. Oh, that sounded better. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. So, so J- James Duffy, Canadian <laughs> broadcast legend in Canada, is our guest today. He's also on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Very excited to have James. James has a new book coming out this fall, uh, just like I do. And I suggested to him, I he asked me to do a quote on the on the book, like like a quote. Didn't ask me. The, well, because I asked him to do one for the last book, and you did the foreword. So, Death, he's dead to me. So I gave him the quote. I said, uh, read this book if you want to get uh, venereal disease. He loved it. <laughs> he, 
He thought that was terrific. Anyway, uh, we both have books coming out this fall. His is called... Oh, you're going to have a book battle. No, this is it. We're going to combine... It's going to be like the Elton John, Billy Joel tour. Oh, really? We're going to go on a book tour together. Are you really? No, probably not. <laughs> but that would be fun, wouldn't I it? I miss that guy. Yeah, wow. Good dude. And um, I think we can let the cat out of the bag. Um, Patrick is dead? Yeah. No, I won't let the cat out of the bag. Well, I'll leave the it. cat in the bag. Meow, I'm in the bag. No, Meow. You got to let the cat out now. No, it has to do with Duthie's interview. We'll get to it in the interview. Oh, cat bag. Okay. Uh, you heard about my MacBook off the top. Yeah. I thought I, it was gibbled. I thought it was done. Yeah. Uh, brought it to the Apple store. They said, sorry, man, you got to wait four hours. I said, okay, I'm going to leave this computer here with it. You can't leave it with us. You got to come back in four hours. I'm like, well, here, I'll just leave it. And then instead of me being here to hand it to you, I'm handing it to you now. That's not how it works at Apple. Jobs wants you there. Yeah, jobs. You're going surfing on the internet. He's dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I know that. Hey, by the way, new trailer for the new Steve Jobs I'm, movie. I'm getting to my MacBook. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I'm like Dan this week. I peel out of the <laughs> Ma- MacBook store. I'm like, F this shit. Go to some place. It's like, they had a sign that had Apple on it. They said, we fix apples. I'm like, I'll go in there. Of course this is legit. Is this like a rub and tug? <laughs> We uh, fix apples slash massage. Uh, three people behind uh, the counter. They were very eager for business because no one else was in there. Hand them my computer. Uh, they had it fixed in two hours. hundred bucks. So did you have to stay or you just dropped it off? No, I didn't have to wait four right. hours. So I you, handed it to them. So you, you Because that's how a business works. So you drop it off. You go to the rub and tug. I don't you, know how a rub and tug got involved in this. No, I dropped it off. You and, uh, said that it was part of a rub and tug. No, that's you said that. Where are the drops, Mike? We want more drops. So long, my time here is up. (laughs) Waiting for my moment, just picking my spots. Oh, and we also have the hockey heckler on this week. Okay, so. (laughs) That should be interesting. So last week, of course, we had the hockey heckler. We found out that his name is Corey Sims. Uh, We contacted him through, what was her name again? Katie Breen. Katie Breen. Katie Breen. Thanks, Katie Breen. Thank you so much, Katie, from NTV, uh, out in the Murtums. And uh, we're going to talk to him. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a terrific interview. So stay tuned for that. So it's Duthie and the Hockey Hackler on the show this week. Oh, can I mention one more thing? Yeah. And this is this is pretty effing exciting. I'm the Juicy Man. Patrick Muldowney and I have sort of updated you on the fact that we've been trying to lock down the at Jay and Dan Twitter handle for a long right. time. We had J- at Jay and Dan podcast. Many of you follow us there. We wanted at Jay and Dan for various reasons. Anyway, it was it was owned by someone we couldn't figure out who. A follower and a listener named Zach Halverson figured out who owned it because at Jay and Dan was all, only following two people, and it was one of those people. <laughs> now, I know what you're saying to yourself. Couldn't you guys have figured that out? <laughs> but we're f***ing dumb. So thank you, Zach, for that. And the man who had the Twitter account was a young man named Sam Plaquin. I hope I'm saying that right, Sam, from Calgary. Sam and I uh, went back and forth. We emailed. We talked. We worked out some compensation. Ooh. How much? A lot of money. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to be paying a lot of scratch. Just to get rid of pot on the end? Exactly. <laughs> Just to slice pot off there. We have to... It costs a lot to slice the pot. We want you to enjoy the show. Good news is our third-year contract kicked in today. Boom! Yes! 
We're, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, two more years. Two more years. Two more years. We are under contract to these guys for two more years. And the best part, the thing I love most about being under contract in the States, if they fire us tomorrow, they got to pay us for two years. <laughs> I almost want them to. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. I want <laughs> no. it. Fox Sports Live. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Fox Sports Live. 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific, every night on Fox Sports 1. So anyway, thank you, Sam. Uh, we are the now checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. It's at Jay and Dan. Tell your friends at Jay and Dan is our new Twitter handle. We're gonna have a ton of great stuff. So we're at Jay and Dan on Twitter. At Jay and Dan on Instagram. Jay and Dan on Facebook. That's how you find us. It's simpler that way. It's all at Jay and Dan. Oh, it's, it makes the world simpler. It's all we can ask for in this world, right? Simpler times. Uh, simpler times for simpler measures. Hey, um, I think it's time for uh, an addition of maybe one of my favorite segments on the show that we haven't seen. Check your inbox. We haven't seen this for a while. And the good thing is that despite the fact that we're low on numbers, all the people involved in this edition of Email Chain Theater are here in this room. So maybe we'll start with the whole cast this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, titled Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh... Looks like we may have them in the car wash situation July 15th, yes? I think you have to explain yourself a little more. I was going to put, I got an ending to this, actually. Oh, okay. Updated today. Okay. But you got to explain the car wash situation. What's a car wash situation? We've talked about it before, but when we have a guest in, they go on APG, Fox Sports Live, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, they run through the car wash. They're doing all the shows. Okay, so start again, Mike. Okay. Mike, looks like we may have them in a car wash situation July 15th, yes? Did they know who? But we didn't say who. Jake Gyllenhaal, we did. And someone else, though. I have that in the end. Oh, it comes up in the end. No, it doesn't. Fine, Jake it, Gyllenhaal and 50 Cent. <laughs> yeah, because it would yeah. Make, my my sentence makes no sense then. This is good podcast. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> this is a good podcast. We're number one so, in Canada. So he asked about Gyllenhaal <laughs> and 50 Cent because they're in some movie together. Southpaw. Southpaw. Yeah. Looks good. So I say, together, I can't see that being very good. Big names, yes, but good, no. Anyone agree? And I say, have to agree. Any chance they would just bring Jakey or Fiddy in for five minutes? Want either one as a single? Mike, do you read these emails? That's what Jay asked for. Jeesh. Yep. Read that on my phone and I cut off that request. I'm researching roles for my new stage production, Murder on Stage B, Mike's Revenge. In which you are the one that is murdered. Nope. You'll be dead. Poison nachos. Eat up. Good thing I don't like nachos. Judging by those extra pounds you're carrying, yeah, right. Gonna have to give up more than booze. Too soon. Email chain theater. Check your inbox. So, just and found out today that uh, no Jake Gyllenhaal, but 50 Cent still in play. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. You dun, find me dun. in the club. Hey, but- all you f- <laughs> We can't play his music. That song Been came out, I think Ryan Brumley and I were looking at I think it came out like 2002. That's a long time ago. Listen. He needs a hit. No, he doesn't. He made all that money on vitamin water. He doesn't give a and he's an actor now. He's in South Park. And Mike, do you not remember? I haven't put on weight. I've lost weight. So you're sensitive. At the time, you were looking to lose weight. That was so like that was ago, yeah. that was three weeks ago, and you were a. Tubber. I wasn't looking to lose weight. You were a tubber at that yeah, point. You said you were going to cut out sugar and booze. I didn't say cut out sugar. Uh, we have, I have proof of that. We nope. have been cutting out sugar though. 
Just sugary drinks. <laughs> and uh, can we uh, do an addition of uh, my other favorite segment where we answer oh. emails? It's time to touch their bag. <laughs> the Jay and Dan mailbag. <laughs> Here we go. Mike reads the emails. I love it. So people say, they always say, oh, why aren't you guys nice? Or not? We are nice. We just sent a nice yeah, long email not. that we are all. Yeah. Oh, we're all nice. We're all laughing well, along together. You just berated me in five emails. Uh, this is the first one. It's called Dan2Hyper. Uh, I liked you better when you were all professional-like. You're too silly and now Hyper Dan. Maybe uh, bring that music yeah, down a bit, too. Uh, yeah. Can't say <laughs> And say, I'm not trying. No, that's uh, true. That, uh, you are too silly and hyper now, Dan. That's Jay's shtick. California nope. has changed. You. Whoa, you've changed. Nope. Looks like LA hasn't been good for you is a, a drop that would probably be appropriate. Don't, don't have that one. Okay. If anything, I'm more tame now. You're more tame no. than the LA lifestyle. It's just you're relaxed here. There's I will no say this. I will say this about you. You are very much a West Coast person. Even though you grew up in Ontario, you're more of a West Coaster. I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. Okay. No, that's too low. <laughs> okay, next letter. <laughs> next letter. Hang on. Is there a volume switch over there? Yeah, I gotta adjust that on the fly. Meanwhile, I'm mixing this. What is this, Mister Dress Up? This yeah, music. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this one's from what? Jesse Van Buskirk. It's called Lobster. If you read this email on the podcast, I will allow a live lobster to pinch my nipple. Why not, eh? Okay, huh? I guess send us a picture of that. Well, so, yeah, send us video. Yeah. We want video of that live lobster pinching your nips. And I think both claws on double nips. We want double nip clinch. But I think once it's locked on there, it's like a pit bull's jaw. You can't get it off. Yeah, so give us double nip clinch video. Send it to us. We'll play it on the pod. Next email. All right, this one's from Matt. It's called uh, Saving One Taint at a Time. Thank you, Toolsy. I tried Gold Bond Powder for the first time, and my sweaty gooch can't thank you enough. I'm a steel fabricator, and working in the summer makes my chota moist. Used Gold Bond for the first time last week, and my taint has never felt better. How nice is that? You're a lifesaver, Toolsy. Saving taints all around the world. You should be getting some kind of royalty. Here's the thing. Here's a follow-up to that. Yeah. Someone gave a suggestion. Put they said I said it's too messy with the Gold Bond everywhere. They said put it in a sports sock, and then you just like. I did that. Works like a charm. Sports socks. Why don't we market it? It's like a rosin bag. So you tie it at the end and you're just like. Yeah, just slap it on there. (laughs) Just a slap in the base. Feels kind of nice, too. You're just slapping your chode. Uh, Mike, do we have one more? more? I think one more. One more. Okay. So thanks for whoever suggested the sports sock. Thanks for sports sock slap. Uh, Very important. This one's from Travis Johnston. This one was Uh, important. You should sell beer koozies. You should sell me a beer koozie. Should we? Okay, we, we sell mugs on jandan.com. Beer koozie? There's also beer coasters, a cup <laughs> coaster. Okay. Well, that's the end of, uh, <laughs> the, end hey, of the Jay um, and Dan Before mailbag. we get to our guest, James Duffy. The Jay and Dan Mailbag. I got to tell you, the production value on this particular <laughs> podcast. It's funny because we got another email this yeah, week yeah. from a gentleman who said, 
and this is no slight on Mike and Kristoff on the old pod, but they said the, the production value is through the roof now. Well, it makes sense. We've got, you know, three times the amount of people working on our podcast. Yeah. Except on this one. Yeah, Except we usually on this have a full crew. Yeah. Boy, okay. what we wouldn't give for Kristoff to come here now. <laughs> so before we get to our, our guest, uh, James Duthie, Peter Schreger, yes. he's going on vacation, and I guess he recorded a message for us. Yeah, Pete is going to Europe with his uh, his beautiful wife, Erica. They're going to Spain. Uh, they're going to uh, they're going to uh, just do it all over Spain. So yeah, they sent a beautiful message. Here is Pete before he leaves for Europe. Boys, hello. I'm going to be off the grid for the next few days. I'm charging the batteries, taking a little summer vacation before football season starts. But I wanted to leave you with three things before I go. First, my brother went to the Yankees Old Timers Day at Yankee Stadium. He said he saw a guy who was there taking a bite of a hot dog. It was covered in mustard and ketchup in the first inning. The ketchup oozes from the hot dog and comes down and hits his neck. My brother's sitting behind him, right? So he's got this huge stain of ketchup on his bare skin on his neck. Sure enough, my brother's grossed out and goes and has to take a walk and get out of there. doesn't say anything to the guy. Gets back to his seat an inning later, and the guy has a dried-up ketchup stain on his neck for the rest of the game, a giant ketchup stain. That is my big summer revelation for you guys. Thought you'd appreciate that story. Number two, I saw Seth Meyers took a shot at you. I liked your response, but I could have used a little more rage out of you boys. Truth is, I'd much rather watch a show hosted by the two of you and Jim Pearl, of course, then one of that dude mugging for the camera. Seth Meyers, he hosts the ESPYs every year. I know Muldowney will be tweeting about it nonstop. He thinks it's a laugh riot, but I'm telling you, it's not. It's never been funny. Awful. And I'll take the you guys, Martin Short, NFL on Sunday star, Rob Riggle, and whoever else is in the Jay and Dan world over whatever world Seth Meyers has in it. Jay and Dan won, Seth Meyers nothing. And three, Dan, this one goes to you. Just want to let you know. Time is ticking. We're on a clock right now. I know you're looking at life, and it's July 4th, and in your world, August 3rd is civic holiday in Canada, but there's only a few more weekends left here. And as they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. The summer of Dan could come to an end quicker than you think. So if it's a big night out with Kevin Burkhart, a big night out with Carrot Top in Las Vegas, or a good cup of tea with Stuntman Stu and the rest of the CKDJ (laughs) gang, get it in now because there's no such thing as an endless summer and nothing lasts forever. Jim, this one's for you. Even cold November rain. Dan, it's the summer of Dan. Be sure to live it up. It's only going to be so long. All right, boys. Back to the podcast. Oh, very nice, Pete Schrager. Peter Schrager. I, I was living it up the other day. I went to the beach. I got third-degree burns. What happened to you? You took some beers down to the beach. I took three beers down. Miller Lights. They were delicious. And uh, I put sunscreen on before I left. I guess I didn't apply it properly. What's the rule with bringing beers to the beach in, in Redondo? Can you just wrap them in a brown bag? Yeah, you just pour them in a cup. Yeah. Brown bag? You brown no. bag that? You're really not supposed to, but people... Get away with it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having a party down there. It's me by myself. It's the summer of Dan. If anything, they'd feel sorry for me. <laughs> okay, let's just very quickly address this Seth Myers thing. This is a, a, a really positive thing for us. They tried to shoot us down, tried to say no one had FS1. We pointed out that our ratings were higher than Seth's were. And I will say, in Seth's defense, and to his credit, Seth sent us an email where he said, uh, 
What did he say? He said nice things. Well played, boy. Well played, boys. Yeah. And then he said Seth Meyers, Time Warner Cable, Manhattan, Channel 400, which is very good. So he knows what channel we're on. Good for you, Seth. Uh, Oh, and very quickly, Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa had this to say about our golf coverage. Uh, Let's give this. They should pay me for it. No, 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 they're not going to do that. They pay me for it. They're not going to pay you for it. Go ahead. I guess that's better. Yes. All right, so... um, Fox Sports 1, I feel like, is a complete embarrassment and a waste of time, and they're absolutely a farce of a company. Due to, did you see the um, that little 27-second video they put up about you yesterday completely making fun of you? I think it's uh, unprofessional and uh, disastrous for them to do something like that. I don't know what you're talking did, did about. Did you see it? No, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. about when you were killing them yesterday about the golf. That's okay. <laughs> they they started breaking it down and then went to you for uh, your reaction. Oh, that's and okay. It was Twenty-seven seconds of just garbage. Oh, I don't care about that. I did attack, attack him yesterday, yeah. though. You know, yeah, you, you have every reason to. Well, well you know what? And I, I would expect. Listen, Jay and Dan have got to drink the Kool Aid, man. Those guys. Are, if you're talking about them, I mean, they got to respond. I attacked their company. That that's their bread and butter. They work for. I said I don't work for Fox. They work for Fox. They do the Fox show at 11 o'clock at night, the sports show. I attacked their company all day yesterday that they would have after me last night. I would expect that. I have no problem with that. And here's the thing. It wasn't a 27-second clip. We went to him and said, here's Mike Francesca on our golf coverage. And he says, yeah, they talk too much. They talk too much. So we cut. He really, the original clip that Mike had on his radio show, he tore into our golf coverage. And it was actually hilarious. It was about three minutes. It was very funny. And we just took the one line, they talked too much, and we said that's all he said. That was our clip. I got to say, Francesa, I, I really love the guy. He's like the, the cranky old grandfather from Queens that I never had. Okay, let's get to our guest right now. We welcome in the gentleman who joined the Canadian Wall of Fame today. Finally, James Duffy. We speak to you at the end of the trade deadline day. Uh, not the trade deadline. <laughs> free agent fantasy. <laughs> You're a disaster. Uh, Are you even remotely Canadian anymore? Hey, hey, I I don't know what you're hosting because you never are on anymore, Duffy. Hey, no, no, but listen, this is the tweet, James, that you sent just in case people aren't following James at TSN James Duffy. He sent this tweet when the uh, free agent frenzy show was over. Appreciate all who watched today and our hockey coverage all year. Off to (laughs) World Cup final, then off the grid for a while. Oh, Duffy, you've had such a hard year. I'm glad you're getting a few months (laughs) off. After hosting an Ottawa Senators regional game once a week. Hey, back off. Those were big. (laughs) So, uh, James, when the Phil Kessel news came out, did you guys say, finally, we have something to talk about on Free Agent Frenzy? (laughs) Well, no. I mean, because we were were devoting endless hours to uh, the the Matt Bolesky possibilities. (laughs) And the Andre Sequeira era. <laughs> hey, that was a big deal. No, it was. It was I great. know we're just such idiots. Let's, let's be honest. Um, did the did FS1 do the five hour free agent we frenzy? We did ten in any hours. Way? We did ten hours of just hockey talk. You know what it was, James? It was just Tyson Nash showing his junk off in front of the camera. Now, how like you're following on the podcast now? Is that still like your old Canadian faithful, or is it a brand new like you know hot? bikini-clad California girls who listen to you who have no freaking idea who I am. It's a 50-50 split. So this is your chance to introduce yourself to America, my friend. And you've got a book coming out this fall, so you're going to sell the out of that on this podcast. I murdered Grant Fuhrer. 
<laughs> I might have to do the rubber boots guy again. <laughs> Introduce a whole new audience to that. Actually, it's funny, James. My wife, when I said you were on the podcast today, she said, is he going to tell the rubber boots story again? <laughs> Everyone loves the rubber boots story. This is huge for you. Well, and you know, it's funny. Well, they, I've been talking, they've been talking about me doing a pod ever since you left and left this massive void at the network and people still walk around wearing black and essentially <laughs> sobbing. Uh, they wanted me to do a podcast. Like, they never wanted me to do a podcast before, but like as soon as you left, they're like, ah, Duffy, why don't you do a podcast? Are you going to do it? I might, and I was going to call it the Rubber Boots Podcast. <laughs> yes. oh, that'd be amazing. Come on, yeah. that'd be huge. I'll do a quick version for the Americans. Uh, so uh, when I was a local sportscaster in Ottawa, which is the nation's capital, <laughs> um, uh, I used to get back in the days pre-internet when people actually called the sports department to get scores of games, which makes me feel 90. Um, I had this whack job who would call me every night, and the conversations would go like this. I'd say, hello, CJ Wade Sports. And he'd say, hey, how are you? <laughs> and I'd say, yeah, good. And he'd go, you, you wearing your wubba boots tonight? And I said, I'd say, what? You, you wearing your wubba boots tonight? My, my, my rubber boots? Am, am I wearing my rubber boots? Yeah. So I hung up on him about 10 times, and then he, he kept calling every night. And so finally I got bored, and I started playing along, and I'd be like, yeah, I, I am. I'm wearing my pink ones tonight. And he'd say, oh, could you put them up on the desk for me? Oh, my I said, yes, I will put them up on the desk. And his second thing, his fallback, would be, uh, so you like the dunk tank? And I'd be, what? The dunk tank. The dunk tank? The dunk tank at the fair. The dunk tank at the fair? Yeah, you like the dunk tank? So anyway, this went on for two years where every <laughs> night he called me and asked me if I was wearing my rubber boots or if I liked the dunk tank. And uh, I, I will say the power of Jay and Dan, I, I told that story on the radio, but when I told it on your podcast, now I get uh, at least probably the average 50 <laughs> a week to tweet me to say, hey, you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, and now I'll get hundreds more. And you know who that say. person turned out to be? Producer Tim. That's right. It really it was was. And that's the rest of the story. <laughs> With ending. Uh, anyway, I got sidetracked, as you guys always do. But uh, Phil Kessel, yeah, it was, you know, that made it interesting, at least. It was, uh, it was a, look, it was not a great crop of free agents. And the problem was all the general managers kind of were sane this year. And it's much more fun when they're not sane and when they're absolute lunatics and give out seven years and $49 million to a guy with 18 goals. But at least the Kessel deal gave us something to talk about. I mean, when Mike Green signed for three years, you're like, well, that makes sense. What's going on here? I know. It was, it was idiotic. We had, in the first two hours last year, we had 19 signings where guys made at least $3 million per year. And I think this year we had four or five. So uh, there's too many. I think that's what's killing the NHL is too many smart GMs. <laughs> James, uh, this is uh, this is your safety place. This is where you can tell all, yeah. and you don't have to worry about any ramifications. Where did the man touch you? <laughs> the first year with no <laughs> hockey, no uh, NHL deal for the uh, for TSN. How did it go? Um, it was weird. It was it was it was a different year. Like it honestly wasn't that different for us because we were doing all these regional games, and so the panel kind of does the same thing every night. It's just the odd time you'd be thinking, okay, uh, you know, you're doing a Sens regional game and for 100,000 people, you know, instead of the past year where it might be a million or something like that. I got to be honest, selfishly, I had a lot of fun because they basically said, uh, Duffy, we have nothing for you to do anymore, so we'll make you do all these other sports. So 
I got to do the Grey Cup and the Super Bowl and um, the Masters Masters. and this World Cup of footy. I'm a footy man, too. (laughs) By the way, how does your network have any money left after the money they spent on that Fox World Cup set? Well, I'm in my typical little shoebox temporary set, which actually collapsed nine <laughs> times during the first show. And I, I put my elbow on it on the first show, and it collapsed. And then I look outside, and Fox has built some gigantic, humongous building with the, the ocean and the mountains in the oh, background. Nice, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful? I mean, in our defense, what we spent on the World Cup set, we decided to save on our U.S. Open golf coverage. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was given, I was given tools of you text. Uh, I was giving them a hard time. But I, I kind of warmed up to it because I like that, the, the ball tracker thing. Like, I kind of I fell in love with that. You well, know? Yeah, we've been kind of talking about it, so we might as well bring this up with you. This is my theory, James, about it. Do you think that if that tournament had been played at, say, Torrey Pines or Pebble Beach, one of the traditional – public courses that it's beautiful and do you think we would have been criticized as much i just think that the fact that the course looked like uh an athabasca alberta pre-renovation sand green track (laughs) did not do us any favors you know what people do not like change yeah and uh i think our our competition in canada found that out this year it's just it's just the reality that people get used to something even if you know even if people don't like johnny miller they get used to Johnny Miller, and so when they hear somebody else, they go, oh, wait a second, where's the guy I used to hate? And <laughs> I don't know why all my sports fans sound like this when I do an imitation, but that's all I got. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's part of it. Honestly, I was, I was the same the first day. I was like, this is just weird. It's just not right. It just doesn't feel right. But I kind of got used to it once you, once you actually put up the scores. That <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a struggle. <laughs> well, what would you have done if 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 you were Holly Saunders and Phil tried to hug you? Phil? <laughs> yeah, that was just weird. Yeah, What's I know those. Uh, that kind of that was a little that was a little awkward too. But there's like, I mean, how many know, times have you? Awkward television. I mean, I just oh, did yeah. seven hours today, and there was 19 awkward moments. So <laughs> I, I'm kind of famous. All for those, of them so involving Jeff O'Neill. <laughs> Lament when somebody else does that. How many times has, has Berkey tried to hug you after an interview? And you've no, that will never, ever happen. <laughs> Although he did a nice quote on the back of my book, the guy on the left out this fall, Penguin Random House. Thank you. Very nice. Oh, so that's Penguin. So we were wondering about the cover. So did they just send a TSN PR picture? Yeah, it wasn't quite as exciting as yours, James. <laughs> you want to know the God-honest truth? Yes. That was actually a photo shoot. This is how unphotogenic I am. <laughs> they, t- wow. they took 700 shots. Shots of me in the studio. That's the best I ended one. up using a shot that looked like you could have just grabbed a still frame from your TV <laughs> and shot it with your iPhone. <laughs> a screenshot. Wow. Uh, yeah, so what's I, in the what's I, in I literally, the book? Honestly, there's I, they send you the proofs of these things. I'm sure you've gone through it, Jay, when, when you did yours. And I looked through 500 proofs. And actually, my wife was looking with me, and she's like, I don't really like any of them. <laughs> so. Now, when is the book out? And as Dan said, what is the book about? Because in the last book, as Dan mentioned, you tried to murder Wayne Gretzky. Right. Who will you try to murder now? Um, I, I'm, I'm going after Drager. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. You know where he is. hairless Saskatchewan body. <laughs> Again, you know he's out in his backyard idea. somewhere working on his, uh, his outdoor <laughs> rink there. No, I'd say, you know what, Jay? It's very much, you know, when I had, I, I was working on it when I had lunch with you when you were finishing off yours just before you bailed on the country. <laughs> and 
it, it's very similar in the sense that it's I, I, I hate it's not an autobiography, but it kind of tells that story. But I basically it's just an excuse to tell as many stories as I can behind the scenes. So there's all sorts of stories about the panel, Ooh. about Wardo and O-Dog and Bob and Dregs. And there's idiotic stories about me growing up, though. Uh, no, the, the only question people are asking me on Twitter are, hey, there's many stories as you sh- yourself as they were in Jay's book. So I'm going to let people down on that. And then there's stories from local news, which is kind of like my Ron Burgundy years, uh, where a lot of idiotic things happen in local news and my days in doing CFL football and my days at the Super Bowl and meeting Tiger Woods at a urinal at Augusta and uh, little penis stories like that, you know. So you should have called it My Bowels Are in Check, the James Duffy story. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) Yeah, something along those lines. So anyway, it'll make for uh, it'll make somebody if got the if they got a table that's crooked or something, it'll make a good balance. You you mentioned uh, Aaron Ward. How terrified is he about the stories that are going to come out about him? Well, there's one of him. I you know, obviously I couldn't tell that book. <laughs> I'm gonna have to write for that book. I remember they when those Sports Illustrated guys wrote that Tiger Woods book and they just changed the names and made it fictional when it was all true. And his arch rival was like Bill Fickleford or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the book I'll have to write about Wardo or O'Dog. But uh, there is a story about Wardo chasing me down the streets of Boston with a knife and uh, cutting my suit open. So oh, that um, sounds good. That sounds like a show on TSN three. <laughs> we could use the filler. Well, James, happy Canter today. As I mentioned, we're recording this on Canter today. Uh, you had a really long day of f- four hours of work, uh, but we want one thing uh, more from you. Do you want to play rapid fire? I, I would love to. Is that is that one of your segments? Yeah, you have we a even have an intro. Fire. One more time, Mike. Rapid fire. <laughs> Actually, the voiceover guy on that sounds a bit like James. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so, James, we just we just fire questions left and right at you. All right. Uh, what Is it like you... the old TSN hot seat? Yeah, exactly. I used exactly. to do that segment at the network, and, and hey. it actually made me say at the end of it, um, whoever I was interviewing, let's say it's Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman, you are officially off the TSN hot seat. <laughs> I remember that. That, that was the stupidest that. thing I've ever done. Oh, my God. That <laughs> Although was I've just st- started taping this reality show for CTV that is, is a Mark Burnett production, and it's kind of like this combination oh, of name dra- Dragon's Den. Uh, what's the one in the States? Shark Tank? Shark Tank. And it's kind of like that combined with American Idol. It's a very cool show. But I actually say things on this show like, Dan... I'm sorry, you're in the bottom three. <laughs> wow. Wait a minute. I really when try is not this to coming out? Jim, can you tell us when this is coming out, what it's called? Well, as a pilot, I don't know if it'll get picked up or sold to the States or who knows what's going to happen. I probably ruined it, actually, but anyway. Hey, do you remember when we played this, Duffy? Rapid fire. <laughs> it's <laughs> rapid fire. <laughs> All right, fire away. What are you now doing for the rest of the summer? Um, jack squat. I do the final of the World Cup on my little dinky set compared to your mammoth one. Um, and then I just, uh, as Jay read my tweet, go off. Great, <laughs> that sounded so sexy when I wrote it. What did you get Bob McKenzie when you found out he was going into the Hockey Hall of Fame? Oh, nothing. You don't shower Bob with gifts. What? Bob does not want love. He's a man. He's you got, got him nothing. No, I got him squat. I, you know, I taped a hit with him and I said, congratulations. And he said, F off. That's the way Bob reacts to compliments. <laughs> Worst thing you've ever had to do in television, and you can't answer win, lose, or tie because that's too easy. (laughs) (laughs) 
You don't you know that segment? No, oh, forget it. I won't even get it. Um, the worst thing I ever had to do in TV. Okay, the first thing that pops into my head is when I when I first joined TSN, I hosted NBA, which sounds ludicrous. And this is how different 1998 and TSN, this is how cool we were. They said, hey, James, we want to update your look and make it cool. Let's get away from the suit. And so they put me in, like, tweed jackets and a mock turtleneck. That was their idea of a hip look to host the NBA. And we did a series of promos, myself and Paul Jones, who, oh for your Americans, is the, is the brother of Mark Jones, a great basketball commentator out here. And we did the worst set of promos in history where in my tweed jacket and my mock turtleneck, I would like do a Jonesy would instruct me or something on how to do a layup, and then I would do the layup, and then like turn and smile at the camera. And <laughs> yes. If, thank you. Thankfully, it was pre YouTube because I would not have a career if that existed. Oh man, we have James, to find that. James, two more. How many goals will Phil Kessel score this year? Uh, I think he'll do all right. I think he'll score 35, but I don't think Lee fans should be upset because he wasn't going to score 35 in Toronto <laughs> and he needed to make a change. And you're going to Canada Day Fireworks with your, uh, your family tonight. How long into the fireworks until you're bored and want to leave? Before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when's the book coming out? Do you have a, a date? October 13th is the book, and um, I know it's going to be a massive, massive bestseller. So I'll, if, when I do Oprah, maybe I'll drop by and see you guys. Yeah, when you get that Oprah's Book Club stamp. He is, he is veteran broadcaster and our newest member of the Canadian Wall of Fame, James Duthie. Thanks for joining us. It buddy. meant a lot for you guys to put me on that. It only took like two years. I thought we were close, but whatever. <laughs> we, had, uh, we had to get Anne Murray on first. Sorry. <laughs> Is Bob Pronick on there before? Pronick. Is Daniel Joshi on the we're, wall We're before? waiting for Joshi, but we want a picture of him in his track pants, and they're surprisingly hard to find. <laughs> See you, boys. Great talking to you. See you, James. James Duthie, what a guy. Uh, so pick up his book when it comes out in October. October? It's called The Guy on the Left. Great title. Uh, our next guest, uh, boy, you guys are in for a treat for this one. Um, you might remember last week... Uh, we had the hockey heckler on. We yeah. tracked him down. We yeah. tracked him down. Mike, great uh, job. Yeah, very uh, great thanks uh, to Katie Breen. Katie, remember story. we were talking yeah. about Katie Breen? She did yeah. the story Graciously about the heckler. From NTV. She's yeah. from NTV, yeah. right? She's still there, yeah. yeah. Does NTV the... still play the videos? I think so. Like It's almost it's like, in case for, again, for our American listeners, they would have a TV show, and then they play a video <laughs> instead of commercial. It was very strange, but it's still going, so... <laughs> She's still there, too. Good for them. And Katie Breen, we found her. we'll get her on the Wall of Fame someday. Yeah, so why don't we play the Hockey Heckler remix yeah, while he, we're uh, dialing it yeah. up? He we sent us a remix it. of his interview. Let's Have see. a listen. Yelling and heckling at the rinks, I think they should stick to crosswords and knitting. And if the young boys, young men, I should say, can't handle a bit of heckling at the rink, they should stick to tiddlywinks and PlayStation. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. I can see this being a huge hit at the That's Spanky's in Peterborough. The young boys. The young boys. I'm just going to rip her head off. Just a heckler. That's like ISIS stuff. They use knives. They should use winks. The young boys, the young boys. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. The young boys can't handle me. Hockey moms can't handle me. Uh, there it is.
there it is, an abrupt stop. The heckler <laughs> on the line. Do we have you on the line? Well, it's time to go, guys. Hey! Holy jeez, you're, you're a hit of the podcast. People loved you last week when we played your interview. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, can you walk down the street now without being stopped by the paparazzi? Oh, man, it's unbelievable. Like, uh, I never thought that people would love the heckler so much as they did. <laughs> Now, we know your name, but I'm not going to say it because you just prefer to be known as the heckler. Is that right? Corey Sims. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> I was in L.A. Times, Corey Sims. What do you mean you were in the L.A. Times? Man, they had my posted on the L.A. Times. Vice Sports had me up as the world's biggest loser. <laughs> <laughs> I died at that one. That one was good. <laughs> TSN was all over it. TSN was the one that did that song, actually. That uh, was pretty. D- and then Katie Breen did the story about you. So are you a, you're a fixture at every single game? Tell What level of hockey are we talking here, Heckler? Uh, junior B. Junior B. And so yeah. have you have you decided that maybe with the level of fame that you've already achieved with the junior B level, maybe it's time to take it up, maybe go to major junior, maybe even maybe even head to Montreal, start heckling the Habs or something like that? Maybe, maybe. If someone gave me the opportunity, I would. Now here yeah, I want you I'm gonna put you on the spot. We just had James Duffy on. So if you saw James Duffy out on the ice, give us a heckle that you would throw James Duffy's way. Let let's Who's Jay? James, James du- Duffy. <laughs> That's Who's a good James one. Duffy. That's a good one. That's as good of a heckle of I've, as I've ever heard. Really. Can, can you give East us? East Coast, uh, we're a few years behind. Uh, oh, he was a TSN hockey host for 15 years, but it's not important. It's not important. You were at the Junior B games. You were heckling the kids in person. That's what happened. And we want to hear hey, some of your guys, heckles. Do you- I'm the only person in the world so far as it stands. To make a hockey team forfeit semifinals. <laughs> so give us something from your bag of hey, heckles. Single handedly. I single handedly did that, man. Oh, so but so what they just all cried and went home? Basically. So, basically. They did, yeah. And did you they, felt good about that? Yeah, I'm proud of it. <laughs> Boss. They asked listen, they asked me publicly not to even show up to the practices <laughs> we're talking that's practice. how loud i am well I you were like you know regular heckles tell them they suck or like you know the goalies wouldn't stop a beach ball and get out the ocean dirt bag with a dirty hit and stuff you know <laughs> the, more, the, the hockey moms hates me more than anything did you ever date any of them nope <laughs> they don't like me so you're strictly non-dating hockey moms uh, yeah, I'm not very well liked by the hockey moms. <laughs> I still think they should stay home to Andrew Crossword and Nitten. Um, I gotta say, this has been just a delight having you. <laughs> this on. has been amazing. Yeah, this has been really <laughs> Mr. good, Mr. Sims. Listen, thank you for coming on the show and uh, continued good heckling. And if they do another story about you, we'll we'll call you back and we'll we'll chat. My again. pleasure. Bye-bye. Cheers, fellas. See you, heckler. Whoa. Well, the heckler. Glad we didn't have the heckler on too long. <laughs> By the way, um, Dontrell Willis, he's oh, been one of the most popular popular guests we've ever oh, had. Oh, I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Good call. He, uh, We have a room here. It's not called the green room. We call it the avocado room. Because so avocados between... grown in California. So 
in between shows, everyone just hangs out in there. So, like, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski was in there. Ken Rosenthal, Dontrell Willis, Jay Onright, Dan O'Toole. The who's who of Hollywood. So, Dontrell owns the room. He owns any room he's sitting in. He goes, you know, I went down to Miami to see Marlins game. He goes, you know what? I was walking on the field. You know what people are yelling? What? I didn't say. I said, what's his line again? The, I didn't say Grey Goose. I yeah, said, I, didn't, I, I didn't say Grey Goose. I said get loose. He said people were yelling that from the stands at him because they were listening to the podcast. I love it. A place where he still worship. He says they're still selling his jerseys there. Yeah, he says they're still selling his jerseys. And Scalabrini, Brian Scalabrini, said he's never had more feedback for a radio yeah, so, or podcast appearance ever. So, so whenever you love a guest, job. yeah, whenever you uh, love a guest, uh, reach out to them. So reach out to James. At TSN James Duffy, uh, reach out to Peter Schrager at P Shrags P S C H C H Rags. Uh, Zach Zollers, he would love uh, for you to reach out to him. He's been working the secondary camera at Zachary Zollers. Good guy. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to visit jandan.com. Uh, we're going to have the soundboard up there soon. Uh, you can visit Mike at Mickelhouse, M-I-C-K-E-L, house. Let Mike know how he did this week. Sure, oh, yeah, the, please do. Now, the, so he's, been, he's been really working He's hard. actually working really hard. I realize the audio is up and down like Dan in a hot tub, but... <laughs> But he's doing the best he can. Good job by Mike. And uh, at Jay and Dan on Twitter, at Jay and Dan on Instagram, Jay and Dan on Facebook. And as Dan mentioned, jayanddan.com. Well, that's where you can send your emails. People say, oh, I want to send you an email. I want you to read it on the podcast. Send it to jayanddan.com. I think it's an upper right-hand corner. You just click on that. By the way, Dan, thanks to you, some cool new things coming to jayanddan.com very, very soon. You're going to love this stuff. So if you've visited in the past, you're going to want to get done there in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be great. Uh, sorry for the shortened podcast, but uh, we're get- being kicked out of the room right now. So. Yeah, uh, we love you guys so goddamn much. You motherfuckers are great. Uh, it was a terrific time. See you next week. Yeah, rubber boots. Yeah, you wearing your rubber boots?